chip on the floor, man. Some neighbors are saying way too Welcome in, everybody, to a brand new episode of Loose Lug Nuts, the world-famous NASCAR podcast by the average fan. For the average fan, I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside my partner, Thomas Dick. Thomas, we're heading to the great state of Indiana this week uh, for the Indy Road Course at the Brickyard. We have an Xfinity race on Saturday and a cup race on Sunday. Yeah, I tell you what, this is like a, a Goldilocks weekend for me. Like a couple weekends ago, no races at all. It's like, oh my God, there's not enough races. And then last week, driving from Ohio to Texas during the weekend and getting back and having to watch like three races in 12 hours. <laughs> it's like, holy shit, that's too much racing. Now I got a whole weekend, two races to watch. Pretty excited. Yeah, it's like the perfect balance, you know, one on Saturday, one on Sunday, because that's when it gets tricky is when there's like two on Saturday. So if you're watching them, it kind of takes up your whole day and then you got to come back on Sunday afternoon and do it. But I mean, having the best podcast in, in, in the world yeah. uh, related to NASCAR is a tough job. Yeah, it is. You know, it's like a second job, especially when you're as humble as we are. <laughs> All right, well, before we preview the races, let's get into uh, news around NASCAR this week. Some sad news. Bob Jenkins, the legend, uh, former voice of the 500, um, passed away. He uh, For 20 years, he was the lead voice of NASCAR races for ESPN and ABC. Yeah, I mean, he was the guy I grew up on back in the, in the 80s and 90s. Bob Jenkins was everywhere when it came to racing. He was on some video games and whatnot. And yeah, just sad news. So RIP Bob, uh, Kyle Larson, uh, said that he tried to reach out to Christopher Bell, but Bell isn't willing to talk to him. Uh, we had talked about this or you had mentioned it in our recap episode. Uh, Kyle Larson did the quote, I'm sorry, I did that, but not sorry enough to give back the trophy and prize money, uh, you could type of interview, which means that he really wasn't sorry. And then the next day he was on Sirius XM and said, I don't think I was fully at the wrong. Yeah. Um, no, I haven't checked today to see if this has been resolved yet but uh yeah it, it might be one of those things uh if, if christopher thinks he was wronged is revenge a dish best served cold mm. so we'll see what happens this week both uh, guys I mean, we assume will be up at the front uh both christopher bell and kyle larson very good at road courses so we'll see if anything happens uh post race at Watkins Glen though we have some loose lug nuts uh Kyle Bush's crew chief Ben uh Bashore and Anthony Alfredo crew chief uh Seth Barber both find ten thousand dollars for lug nuts not properly installed Ty loose Gibbs, lug nuts. yeah loose lug nuts Ty Gibbs crew chief Chris Gale and Brandon Jones's crew chief Jeff Meandering both find five thousand dollars for loose lug nuts does there need to be a bigger fine I feel like there does. For, now, I didn't go back. I meant to go back and see when the last time Ty Gibbs pitted um, to see if, like, he picked up spots on that pit and if it's because, hey, it's a lot quicker to put four lug nuts on than five. Yeah. Um, and surely you'd trade in $5,000 for a win. I would think so. Yeah. And then the so – I don't uh, know. That's a question for the peoples. Uh, and then the other one, Alex LeBay's crew chief suspended for the next Xfinity race for or loss or separation of an improperly installed rear axle. Should we change our name to Loose Axles? <laughs> you know, I was weighing Loose Axles and then I was like, no, 
that is way too close to loose assholes. <laughs> Which I don't know if I want people calling us that. Yeah, I mean, asshole is fine, but when you start calling us loose assholes, then that, that, that's just that's just wrong. <laughs> uh 2021 nascar champions week announced uh they'll be celebrated in nashville from november 30th to december 2nd yeah i mean back in the day they used to do this in vegas and uh as we talked to jennifer canopo a couple weeks ago um they thought it was better in nashville because the drivers were actually around each other more you didn't have like the old people that want to go back to north wilkesboro you know down at the uh the horseshoe or, or binions while all the up-and-comers are at the Bellagio. This gets them all in the one place, and um, it seemed like a better weekend. Uh, now, if I'm a fiancé and um, I'm planning my bachelorette party for myself, um, we're planning it for November 30th to December <laughs> 2nd. You don't want to be like one of those people when the draft was down there on Broadway, and they're – do you remember that, the NFL? Oh, draft? yeah. And, like, they're all yeah. like, we didn't know there was a draft this weekend. Yeah, and, and hopefully um, – this event stays away from the fairgrounds because yeah. we don't want any noise. Yeah, that'd be that'd be bad for uh, future races in Nashville. Uh, Haley Deegan hopes to return uh, full time to trucks, but she is eyeing some Xfinity races in 2022. Uh, I think it's a smart move to run trucks full time again next year. She's currently 17th in the standings, and there's two other rookies that uh, made the playoffs and are in the top 10. Um, but I also think they'd be smart to run trucks. Yeah, and it's funny when, like, it was a busy week for me. And when I first saw this news thingy, I read it as eyes a full time Xfinity ride. I was like, whoa, like, yeah. whoa, God, they're going to Danica the shit out of her and just ruin her career. But no, it seems like they're going to do it slowly the way it should. And like one or two or three races in Xfinity is not a huge deal. But to me, just running the whole season doesn't make any sense. But there is two prevailing theories. We had the Richard Petty. He, he's been noted as saying, if you can get a cup ride, take it. You learn about driving cup by driving cup. Yeah. And it's sort of like when we talked to Quinn Hoff, he's like, hey, if you can get a cup ride, you can't pass that up. But then I want to say it was Jeff Burton. It was somebody. might have been Jeff Burton. He said you shouldn't move up until you, you mastered the series you're in. Yeah. And she has not mastered the series she's in at this point. Yeah, and she said that she would do it whether she was fully or funded or not, which I thought was interesting because we have talked about how marketable um, she is. So you think that somebody would be able to give her a full ride knowing that um, you'd be able to get sponsors and you know things of that nature. Yeah, I also found that to be an odd quote from her because I would assume they'd be fully funded. Um, I mean, she's fully funded right now in the trucks. And her clout has only gone up since she started racing trucks. So I don't know how yeah. it would be less, but. You know, was, uh, Kyle Larson proved his dominance again. He won Monday night's uh, 26th annual Sage Fruit Front Row Challenge. Uh, he usually wins, but uh, scores another prestigious dirt victory. That was at the Southern Iowa Speedway in Oskaloosa. Yeah. Oh, the first thing I want to I mention, why do we not have Monday night racing around here? you're gonna drive to waco on monday nights to go watch racing yeah all right well, i have wait i'm gonna go out and say something i'm free more mondays than i am fridays that's true 
And then the uh, another note from that race, uh, Casey Kane, a former driver of the number five car for uh, Hendrick Motorsports, was in the race and he finished fifth. So that's hmm. like five, 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 five. Yeah. And speaking of five, I was going to add this. I forgot to. Kyle Larson's got five races this week. He's he's going to be in Iowa. He's going to be in Indianapolis. He's going to be somewhere else. I meant to mark it down. But he's going to he's taking part in the Knoxville dirt nationals yeah and then he's in indianapolis and then he's a couple of so five like the guys like uh carson hosevar i hold yeah. on i i keep dropping these names i gotta pick up he he talked about kyle larson running 700 races this year it's pretty close yeah i mean it has to be i mean they've made I mean, 420 maybe yeah definitely not forty two thousand sixty nine. that's too many but he's getting up there uh, Jimmy Johnson tells the Charlotte Observer he would, quote, seriously consider uh, running NASCAR races if the right opportunity comes along. He wants to run roughly 20 races per season, no matter the series. Yeah. And like when he was talking to the um, Observer, he uh, he men mentioned Ganassi would have been an option, but that's no longer out there because of course they sold the track house so but he does say the phone's been ringing some so yeah. he's got me beat my phone <laughs> like it rings and the last hold on nine rings are unidentified numbers i look them up on the internet all robo calls maybe yeah. he's just getting robo calls but it would nice to be see him but i mean i'm also kind of like all right you retired like you're doing the indie thing like i don't know I'm kind yeah of it. uh well, and he said, if the opportunity comes along, that's right. So I don't know. Maybe yeah. he runs a Daytona. I know uh, Michael Waltrip, <laughs> not to put him on the same, but he would come back and run Daytona. Yeah. You know, once a year, run Daytona. And I think as long as you could be in a competitive car, I think yeah. it'd be worth it. But you don't want to just be schlepping around. Yeah. Um, all-Star Race returning to Texas Motor Speedway in 2022. Uh, the date isn't announced yet, but Texas Motor Speedway has uh, already announced it. Uh, there will probably rain. That's what always happens when Texas goes. Yeah. But I'm still standing with Randy the Plumber. If you're not allowing coolers at the track, I ain't coming. Well, do they have a fall race? I think they'll have three again this year. They usually go there twice. They went in the spring. This year, they have it three times. So, if we go, like, maybe the rain, and then we have to make sure we go the actual day, even if it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, because then we can get a hot pass yeah. to the, uh, remember last time, only the local schleps that live, like, five miles from the track got hot passes, because all us working folk were, like, working. Yeah. Yeah, they go back October 17th. It'll be part of the round of eight playoffs. Well, I'm going to check our Farmer's Almanac, see if it's going to rain that weekend. If it's <laughs> going to rain, we'll buy tickets. If it's not yeah. going to rain, we won't, because that way we get the hot pass to the All-Star Race. Yeah. All right, so that is it for the news recap, rounding out the week for NASCAR. As we preview the Xfinity race, the Pennzoil 150 at the Brickyard is on Saturday. Coverage begins at 3.30 p.m. Eastern on NBC Sports Network and IMS. Not really sure what that stands for. Maybe you do. It's the radio station. It wasn't PRN or MRN, but 
uh it'd be 62 laps with stage one and stage two being 20 laps a piece and then stage three uh being 22 laps xfinity made its debut at the indy road course uh last season uh chase briscoe won uh and followed by justin haley noah gregson aj allmendinger and austin sendrick uh they rounded out the top five yeah and they just left the rn off it's indianapolis motor speedway radio network oh they have their own network i guess that's pretty badass yeah so uh some history will be made uh this weekend which i always love because it's always history is being made but uh this weekend uh euro nascar pro driver giorgio maggie is in the giorgio giorgio i don't know yeah I'm an idiot. Uh, it's in the number 42 car and joins Loris Hensemans. They are the first two NASCAR Wheeling Euro Series drivers to compete in the same NASCAR National Series race in the United States. Holy cow. So, like, I always say, like, if you're driving, uh, like, out in the country and you come across a city and it's got a sign, it says historic downtown with the arrow. And I'm always like, hey, if it's historic you don't have to tell me yeah well now after seeing this race like they could put a sign up that says historic track where giorgio maggi and loris hensman's it is actually historic yeah and people should know that and people should know that now as, do if, they need... as if indy motor speedway wasn't already historic this yeah. makes it even more historic the road course isn't well We'll get into that in a little bit. Except for Michael Schumacher went in there numerous times. But yeah. Uh this weekend we have practice and qualifying. So take that, Toyota Toyota Development Racing guy. Uh, yeah. For- uh, I didn't put this in the notes either. Our two we have we have two uh nemesis on this show versus Toyota racing development guy, and the others that call me cat. Yeah. Well, call me cat's hosting Jeopardy. Is she really? Yeah, she's the she's only going to do prime time and special weeks, and some other guys doing like the every night. But yeah, so congratulations to one of our nemesises. Yeah, um, nemesis. My my embellic or may may embellic. So, uh, but practice is uh, Friday at five thirty p.m. with qualifying on Saturday morning at ten o five. If you want to get your uh, pencils and paper out, uh, playoff scenarios. We have six races left. In the regular season, uh, clinched and in the playoffs is Sendrick, Almondinger, Justin Allgaier, and Jeff Burton. Uh, they can clinch uh, this week. Might Snyder needs just three points. Seems like he will do that this weekend. Uh, if they win, they are in. And that's Daniel Hemrick, Harrison Burton, Justin Haley, Noah Gregson, Brandon Jones, Jeremy Clements, Riley Herbst, Might Snyder, and Brandon Brown. Uh, Ryan Sieg could also clinch with a win, but he would also have to get uh, 54 points uh bubble watch uh jeremy clements is 40 points clear michael annette is 30 points clear while herbst uh is on the outside looking in with 30 points out while brandon brown is 45 points out uh, that's a lot of the scenario you broke it down as good as you could yeah so still a lot of uh stuff to figure out we do have six uh races left in the regular season but it should be pretty good I, if i remember correctly this race was pretty good uh, last year, Briscoe only won by about a second and a half, two seconds, something yeah. there. Yeah. But uh, who you got winning? Um, it's a road course, so anybody with a brain is going to pick either A.J. Allmendinger or Austin Sindrick. I'm going A.J. Allmendinger. All right. I'm going to – I don't have a brain. 
so I'm going to go with Noah Gregson. Uh, ran well here last year, and in the last seven races, he has uh, finished six times in the top ten. And he considers himself a road course uh, warrior, except for that one race where he he uh, tore the bottom of his car out on the second turn. Yeah, well, you know, things happen, but, you know. So that is our uh, race picks. Thomas has a brain going with A.J. Allmendinger. Evan doesn't have a brain, and I'm going with Noah Gregson. On Sunday, we have the Verizon 200 at the Brickyard. Coverage begins at 12.30 p.m. on NBC. You can also hear that on the Indy Motorsports Radio Network. Uh, Stage 1 is 15 laps, Stage 2 is 20 laps, and Stage 3 is 47 laps. I pulled out my calculator, and that is a total of 82 laps. There you go. That math computes. Yeah. Uh, practice will be Saturday from 11.05 to 11.55 a.m. with qualifying Sunday morning at 9.05. This is the first time the Cup Series is racing on the Indy Road Course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That yeah, is like, I don't know what your thoughts are, but we'll get into what the driver's opinions are. Well, it's funny because it, around these parts, I I didn't know I did it. Apparently, I bitch about a lot of stuff. But the drivers bitch about a lot of stuff. Yeah. Well, we've talked about that. Some more than others, but... Yeah, and they're back to bitching. Yeah. But what are your thoughts? Do you like the road course or do you um, have the oval? No, I, I will say... Like, to me, saying you're running at Indy is running the road course. Interesting. I mean, the, the oval, the oval, the oval. oval. Yeah. But I will also say I like this road course a lot more than the Roval and the Roval, the Charlotte and the Daytona. And Daytona, yeah. Because I think this was made, it's like we said the other day, it's a FIA grade one road course. Like, it's been used for Formula One. Yeah, it's been vetted, not some, hey, we're going to put this thing together and yep. the racing could be good here. It could be bad. Um, so, I mean, I don't know. And we talked about it like in the 90s. They're like, we got to get to Indy. And then after a decade, they're like, oh, this is a snooze fest. The drivers want it. It sounds like on the oval. Yeah. So Ryan Newman, uh, native Hoosier and also a Purdue graduate. Shout out. Uh, he said, quote, being from South Bend and spending a lot of time in India, I would personally much rather it be on the big track and not the road course. Denny Hamlin says, we have lost a crown jewel. People hated the racing, but I don't know. Are they really going to get more people out to the road course than they would have for the Brickyard 400? I'm not sure. I don't love it. I don't love the move. It took away a crown jewel. Kyle Bush, who's not known for complaining a lot says, quote, I don't view this track as Indianapolis. No, Indianapolis is the oval. That's where the allure of Indianapolis comes from and being around since 1900. It's been there forever, and there's a lot of history there. Kevin Harvick, I found this interesting, said, quote, I'm not a huge fan. For me, driving through that tunnel and understanding the history and everything that comes with racing on the oval at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway is something that I always look forward to. I've been around this deal for a long time, so understanding the history of the speedway, what it means to racing, so having to race the road course is going to be a tough pill to swallow. And that was on an Auto Week uh, article talking about it. And then I loved, I don't know if you read the article, Martin Truex was just like, yeah, whatever. And that was just like, that's like a perfect Martin Truex answer is just, being like yeah whatever i don't it doesn't matter i like road courses and i'm just trying to get a win it doesn't matter where it's at 
Yeah, when I heard someone else, I want to say it was Austin Bill, and he's like, in the end, you're still kissing the bricks. Yeah. But I don't. And I hear some people like, we should do both in one weekend. No. <laughs> no, we don't need no. that. <laughs> Maybe, like, I'm, I'm in the alternate camp. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see because Denny Hamlin also added, too, like, yeah, people might come because it's the first year, like what we saw at Road America, but what happens – two three four years and you you kind of alluded to it it made me think of it it's like you know it was awesome when nascar came to indy in the 90s and people loved it and then 10 years later people stopped showing up yeah so i mean well we've been through like nine recessions yeah so but so this will actually be um the first time since 1963 and the fourth time in nascar's history that they'll have back-to-back road courses and back in those prior three Two of the times Fireball Roberts. Yeah, no relations. So if you're looking for a, a long shot. Yeah. Well, we'll do a drinking game because they'll probably talk about that on the broadcast. If they mention uh, no relation Fireball Roberts, then I'll, I'll take a drink in honor of him. Now, I think maybe we're going to start calling to that. I'll be okay with that. All righty. Uh, three races left in the regular season. We're getting down uh, to it. Uh, we have this week at Indianapolis. Next week is at michigan and then the regular season finale uh is in daytona clinched kyle larson william byron kyle bush joey logano chase elliott martin truex jr ryan blaney brad keselowski alex bowman kurt bush and christopher bell um michael mcdowell and eric amarola can clinch if there's a previous winner or if denny hamlin wins and then clinch with a win denny hamlin kevin harvick tyler reddick austin dillon michael mcdowell or eric amarola I, I have one issue with this scenario. Where, I, where did we get this from? Uh, NASCAR. Notes. Oh, my God. I got to talk to my people over there. Under the Ken Clinch, a previous winner, Denny Hamlin should be on that. He hasn't won a race, though. The, but the thing is, there's only three races left. There's three spots. If a winner wins, he's the top of the three, and there's only two spots underneath him. And no one can catch him from behind because he's got a 200 but, point. But if if you had a new winner those last three weeks and he's not one of them, he would There's two weeks out. after this. Right. But if you had – there's three spots left. Yeah. And a, a previous winner wins. So there's still three spots and there's two races. Oh, I get what you're saying now. Yeah. I should work for NASCAR if anyone's yeah. listening. We know people. Yeah. All right. So who you got winning? Um. Anybody with a brain is going to pick Chase Elliott or Kyle Larson. I'm going Chase Elliott or yeah, Chase Elliott. I got a chase weekend this weekend because <laughs> um, I want Hooters uh, half yeah. price or free wings, BOGOs. I'm going to go with uh, Martin Truex Jr. Proving that I don't have a brain. I'm not a, you know, I'm not a top guy like you. Just oh, okay. Easy That's one. why your long shot's less of a long shot than my long shot. No, he won here last year. Yeah, but go to the odds. What your guy's up higher. Oh, who is your long shot? I am going Chase Briscoe. He won the Xfinity race last year. It was a great race, who many believe is one of the reasons why they're running the cup race on the road course this year. All right. My long shot is Ross Chastain uh, has top 15 finishes in the last four road courses. Three of those uh, were top 10 finishes. Last week, go. he finished 12th at Watkins Glen. So Thomas going with the chases, Chase Elliott to win, Chase Briscoe's long shot. I'm going Martin Truex Jr. with my long shot, Ross Chastain. Now time for 
our favorite segment that is paint schemes. Uh, let's go with Xfinity. I'll start off first since you picked your winners first. I'm going to go with Myatt Snyder. I've chosen him before when he's in this car. He's in the number two Louisiana hot sauce car. There you go. Spicy. Yeah. Um, I'm going uh, Jeremy Clements. He's in the number 51 wings etc grill and pub vehicle and it's got some cartoon chickens on there just being chickens uh pretty badass all right and then i'm not sure if you just left this one for me in the cup race uh but you're nice uh for doing it you got to choose the paint schemes first this week but i'm going chase elliott in the night owl the black and orange uh hooters car so it'd be no, pretty sweet if he won in the hooters car the reason i didn't pick it's stupid it's a day race no, well, yeah, but who cares? You can't run a night owl in the day race. Sure, you can. That'd be like wearing uh, reflective football helmets that are really awesome at night and a day game. Huh? Has that happened before? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going Ryan Newman. <laughs> they give him like he gets all the food sponsors. Yeah. I mean, I guess I only have one Oscar Mayer, so anytime there's food. Um, but yeah, it's got wieners all over the car. So hot dogs, got wiener pills, wieners. Yeah. And uh, it even says wiener. Did you see it? Yeah. It says like, wiener. like, like, you, you didn't, like, like you didn't know those hot dogs were like, I have the, uh, die cast of the, oh, that's the same one. It's pretty close. I don't know if it's the exact same, but it's the Oscar Mayer paint scheme. Wow. And then I got, uh, Ricky Stenhouse. Um, he's in a uh, hungry jack. It's got uh, pancakes and uh, syrup. Oh, all right. So big food you know, this weekend. I, I went food triple crown. Uh, honorable mention for me: Quinn Half is in the Double Zero Surefit Companies, which is a local company in Indiana. It's got like a nice little like barn looking building on it. It's pretty sharp looking. Oh shit! And then uh, Kyle Busch in the M and M's mix in his uh, number eighteen car just got you know food on the side. So hopefully I don't jump at the TV trying to eat a nice uh, M and M with peanut butter in the middle. Oh, those are tasty. I went, uh, I have my honorable mention. I mean, I really shouldn't pick three, but I did. Although you picked three. So Josh Balicki in the 52, it's a, a saved by the bell inspired uh, paint scheme. Uh, it's Insurance King. Insurance King's had some pretty good ones. They had the police car one last yep. week. And then uh, back in the day, they had the one that you thought was Burger King uh, <laughs> back in Darlington weekend. So pretty awesome uh, stuff there. I didn't see the Sherfit car, and that, that's uh, I'm usually all over Quinn House stuff, but yeah, it's pretty sharp. Huh. So I used to wear like when I was a little league baseball player, I would always uh, make the brim of my hat look like a barn roof. So yeah. had I seen, now that I think about, it, I saw this car from the side, I never saw the hood. I I might have picked that because I like to have like a a barn roof hat, like you crease yeah. it like yeah. five different places. So. All right. So that will do it for our paint schemes. We thank you guys for listening. Make sure to, to subscribe either on Spotify or Apple podcast. Make sure to leave us a review. You can all, also follow us on Twitter at loose lug nuts pod or on Instagram at loose lug nuts podcast. We will be back on Tuesday to recap uh, the Xfinity and cup races. Hope you guys enjoy them. We will see you next week. Thanks again for listening. We'll see you. And also, I want to throw this in. I know he closed the show, but hey, if you're just joining us, if you're recent to the show, go back and look. We have some good interviews with uh, 
We've done Bailey Curry. We've done Quinn Hauf. We've done Pat Gray, a Jackman for uh, Penske Racing. We've done Jennifer Knopel. Um, Bobby Hillen so, Jr. And Bobby Hillen Jr. He was our first one we did. So go back and listen to those. Really good stuff there. And uh, I want to thank you personally for listening. All right. We'll see ya. I grew up in Texas where football was my game. Until that racing fever started burning in my brain. I started running many stops when I was 13. And won a short track championship when I was just 16. I met a man named Harry Hyde and he built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hill and Strilling Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry Hyde. And I'm glad I had Granddaddy on my side. given me the brakes I must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance I'll do the best I can for those who've given me the chance thank you for the ride Harry High and now I've got others on my side you've given me my wings now it's up to me to fly Thank you for the ride.